Oh, it is. It is. It is. It's yep. another week. Another times. I'm sat down. You are. I'm sitting it's down again. Messing with your energy levels. Now, I've uh, stupidly, I tried to start being responsible again oh, um, no. with my time off. So, like, do you remember that uh, medication I was on that had, like, a very strong side effect of nightmares and sickness? Yeah. I've uh, that rebalanced life? that. That was what? It's just life, isn't it? Yeah, but this is like injecting more life inside me to try and, I don't know, keep me alive. Oh, right. But like, yeah, it's like uh, I kind of, the dosage kind of changed a while back and now it's kind of gone back up. And so now I'm just living in a world of nightmares and sickness again. So it takes a while to get back used to it. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to sit down this week, I'm going to rest. Because the problem is when you feel it nauseous, you just want to sleep. Yeah. And it's it's great, but like uh, I've got some time off work, so this was going to be like really productive uh, is, it, is this time the, the magic diabetes medication? I think this is just the fuck you, Nick, medication. To be oh, honest, right. I think it's just decided to fuck with you. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's an ex- experimental uh, diabetes thing um, that yeah, I just got sidetracked with a while back, and I've kind of jumped back into it, and it's been like yeah, just fucks with your chemistry for a little while. So yeah, bit uh, bit deflated. <laughs> a bit uh, dodgy sleeping again, which is like, I my my day structure would be so much better if I didn't have to take medication. So it's just that whole thing of ah, take it for a little while, then hopefully I'll, I'll get used to it again. Yeah. Hence the sit down, oh. uh, and I think it's about time everyone took a sit down. You know, there's been a lot of a uh, lot of stand up going on, or a lot of a uh, lot of preaching going on. I guess. How yeah. do you feel about uh, last week's episode? Um, actually watching it back, um, I don't, I don't, I don't think any, any missteps that I had in my head that I'd made during that conversation weren't actually as bad as I thought they were. Not the ones we caught on camera anyway. The ones, the comments you said off camera were pretty (laughs) fucking insane. That's why they were off camera. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, I did, I because uh, I've been trying to think of it as a new uh, creative project that I'd like to do. Um, and dude, you know what's involves... weird? I fucking got one as well. Like, I think there was like there was inspiration that just kind of fired that week, and I don't know. I think it's just, I don't know. Mm. Want to get proactive with the way that I'm thinking, maybe. But yeah, well, just like this is in terms of another kind of uh, uh, yeah, it's another kind of creative project to play around with. I think it would be quite fun. But um, part of it involves, I guess, I think inescapably some kind of... Like, like, I mean, take this podcast, for example. When we talk about... We're not even talking about current affairs. We just kind of mention stuff that's going on in our day-to-day lives and what we kind of see. But it feels like we need to express some kind of political opinion on the yeah. whole thing. And I just don't have one at all. And I've said this before about it would be interesting to explore... I uh, can't try and figure out what my opinion is, but because uh, I, I don't think like I don't I don't understand cuteness. I just don't get it. So wouldn't it be funny to go on like a, you know, a journey into what Nick might find adorable or affectionate? Yeah. And then the twist at the end is utter nothingness. I think that could be quite uh, could be an interesting project. But yeah, in terms of political opinion, I just don't have one. And I, I thought uh, I thought last I was watching John Oliver's uh, last week tonight. 
he did um, like a 30 minute piece on uh, the Black Lives Matter movement and defunding the police and lots of different targets and that. And just as I was watching it, I just noticed that I really didn't understand his point of view, at a lot of different specific points. Yeah. So I was like, oh, there's probably is like a, there's, there's a, there's a opinion in me somewhere, but it's just not political. So it just comes down to uh, if I, if I was to adopt it into a real world example, as in if, if I was trying to make an argument, if I was trying to protest, if I was trying to do X, Y, Z, then would I approve of all these other things kind of going on? Like the, the big, the, the big thing was the, the Bristol statue. I don't yeah. like pulling down that Bristol statue for me, it seemed like it was being portrayed as like a really positive um, step forward mm. in terms of um, whatever the target would be, whether it's uh, systematic racism, police brutality, or the Black Lives Matter movement in general. It felt like it was being hailed as that. And for me, it just felt like it was like, well, this feels like that act of what I would call vandalism, even though you can argue that it's civil property or it's public property or something, is going to result in more people being against you. And if you're trying to make an argument for something, yeah, the less you have people against you, the better. That's Yeah, yeah, so it's re- definitely... Regardless of what the statue stands for... It's definitely yeah. caused divides. Like, that. That's it, it's, it seems to be a weird kind of um, sticking point for them. Which is like no 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 this mm. is this is all this is part of the process this is something that has to happen it's like well but uh, you just you you've you've just forced a lot of people to turn their back on you essentially and that's the thing if you remove all politics from it because it's not an argument about how racist is a singular statue you can have that argument if you want but my opinion on is who gives a fuck about statues. It just seems like a side argument that's like, well, the core issue is police brutality, right? That's the core issue. Or is the, uh, maybe the core issue is systemic racism. Then it's like, well, then let's figure out how to deal with that. And if your solution to dealing with that is to remove all statues, well, if all statues are removed, then you've won, right? You, you've won your argument. And you go, like, I don't think that's what you want. You want you, it's more of a reaction, is yeah. that kind of en- energetic it just, outburst. It feels like people trying to rewrite history, in a sense. But even before that, it's the it's that you can't criticize, right? You can't criticize the bringing down of the statue, regardless of what the statue represents. Just pulling down a statue and calling it to be a movement to improve society's future, you just go like, I don't. If that's your goal and if that's what you want to do, okay. But it's trying to say that it's to actually aid something else entirely, it's just confusing to me. I'm not saying I agree with it or disagree with it. It's just like. What's what's the core issue that you're trying to deal with? And then, yeah, start me thinking about, is it a debate that people want to have? But then, <laughs> I remember, you remember Liam Neeson got um, a lot of abuse because he didn't kill a black person? I was listening to his thing again this week, actually. It came up somewhere, and I'm not sure where, where, where it was. Um, oh, it was, yeah. uh, I, I think I was, I was watching back on, like, Abba and Preach videos, and, and they covered it. Um, and they, right. yeah, they did a they did a pretty good job of, of talking about it as well. Um, and like, yeah, listening back to it, it's like that's that is the kind of conversation we need to be having, isn't it? Like, he shouldn't have been shunned and pushed aside for that. Like, he's a guy that that was giving an an example of how um, of how hatred took over from a very real place, from a very real circumstance. Like, it was mm. it was. It was understandable. It was understandable why he was feeling hateful. Like 
was yeah. his reaction I mean, people... to it was was incredibly rash, which is what he was kind of saying. Yeah. Um, like that, that, and the, I think those those are the conversations that we that we need to be having. Not like he he shouldn't have been silenced for that, particularly because well, just like, anybody disagreeing with somebody having a violent reaction to a person, because I think was it it was a relative. I didn't read up on it or anything, and it just popped into my head. It was a relative or a friend of his was a, a relative, or sexually assaulted. A, a relative of his was raped by a black guy. Um. Okay. Within uh, uh, someone within that within the community he was living in while he was in Northern Ireland, and he went out on the streets. He said with a with a kosh, which I guess is like mm. a little truncheon thing. I can't, I can't remember exactly what a kosh is. Um, um, with the intention of uh, starting okay. uh, st- starting, well, he, what he what he said was he was hoping that he would come across a black guy who would get confrontational with him as an excuse for him to then like get into a violent altercation because all he knew about this guy was that he was black and it stirred kind of like racial tensions in him which, which was just like well like black like black people are, are bad black people are evil or something like that what in actuality what he was is just incredibly angry and looking for like any kind of semblance of vengeance that he could take for this person in his family that had been raped. Like it's he and he he used it um not to say that um that he was he was right in doing it at all, but how incredibly rash it was and how these sort of feelings can start to can start to come about. Not to justify them, but to say this is this is how it starts and th- and this is my tale of it and this is kind of how you have to go about nipping it in the bud. It was a cautionary tale more than anything, I think. Well, that's the thing. I think if you just take his example as um, how people reacted to it, and I'm not saying that, you know, specific people or like a a group or I'm not sure how the Black Lives Matter group reacted to it, but online people attacked him for going through what he went through and stating that it was wrong that he went, he started going around the streets looking for either violence or murder or whatever it was. And you just go, I think everybody can agree on everything that's happening here. He had an emotional reaction to a, to a personal friend being sexually assaulted. Everybody can understand that. If you celebrate your friend being sexually assaulted, I don't think you're going to find many people who are in the same camp as you. I think you're going to be like, no, they want to be justice. Justice wants to be had. Having the physical reaction to go out and try and find the culprit... Everyone can agree with that. Yeah, you're going out to try and find the person who sexually assaulted your friend or your relative, and then it just becomes and then it just becomes more blurred as it becomes more emotional. When he's just looking for somebody who resembles uh, the description of the assailant, well, yeah. what description should you attest by? Is he going to find the right person, or is he going to attack an innocent person? Well, he's unfortunately he's probably going to attack an innocent person. If he yeah. does that, he's completely wrong, and he shouldn't do it. But the emotional reaction and the, in the, the, the decision he made is flawed and human. And I think everyone can kind of agree with it. So in terms of a debate, I don't think there's any argument against Liam Neeson no. in, that, in that context like that. There is in if you're debate... willing to exercise willful ignorance. Because at the very beginning, he was like, I'm incredibly ashamed of this. Like, this, this, is, this is something that yeah. happened to me at some point in my life. Yeah, and and again, yeah, he and also yeah, he looks back on it as I shouldn't have acted that way. Yeah, which again, everybody can agree with. 
And I think that I think everybody. I think I've said before that the reason I, I'm, I'm not really that bothered by politics or anything is I think pretty much everybody agrees on pretty much everything, at least on a country level, right? Labour and Conservatives both agree on I'd probably say ninety ninety five percent of issues, and it's just that last little bit that they're trying to figure out. Yeah, and that's where these big differences are seem to be. And I think when it comes to racism. Everybody agrees that racism is bad, yeah, I... and everybody agrees that if police are killing innocent people willy-nilly, regardless of race, or specifically because of race, those people should be fired. Definitely. Everybody's in agreement. I've never met anyone who was pro-discrimination. I've met exactly I, like so... there's pe- there's people who argue about exactly what discrimination is, but I've never met anyone who is pro-discrimination. Yeah, so everybody's in agreement. It's just. There's, and, and so on an intellectual level, I think everybody agrees with the premise of all of these, of, of, of pretty much every organisation apart from the ridiculous extremes that I'll go on a, bit, a little bit later about, I think they were called national action, like these weird, these very, very minority groups of hate, like people don't agree with hate in general. So people, most people agree with all these statements of fact of racism is bad. If anybody is performing racist activities, they should be punished and not be in a position like a policeman where they're going to sink up people and attack people. So because it's already a rational debate that uh, a lot of the protests have of there is race, we think there is racism, we have proof there is racism going on, we should deal with it. Anybody arguing against it is not being genuine right because if there is racism going on then people agree that you should get rid of it i want to say people i mean at least the majority of a population maybe i'm being optimistic but 60 percent of the population is probably going to say no we don't want racism in in our community so then as soon as so that implies to me that all these other things that are going on they're all just emotional and um instinctive reactions akin to combat right akin to you're the enemy are you on our side and it becomes this weird emotional um, war between two warring factions where the police are evil and the protesters are the good guys so if you yeah. disagree with the good guys that means you're evil and it's, it gets it gets all of this complication just starts to arise which makes tempers it's, rise which which causes more confusion it's a crazy amount of bandwagoning from people who i don't really think know or care exactly what they're fighting for like they get up every day and say like okay what are we doing today and then someone else tells them what they're doing mm. today and they go and do it like it's i don't think I don't, I don't think necessarily they really stand for anything they stand for being a part of this group what is this group doing today? We're doing this. Great, let's go do this. It doesn't. It, there's no real individuality there, or kind of uh, like individual thought, or as, as though they've really critiqued their ideas and they know exactly what they're doing and why they're doing it. Yeah, and I'd argue that that's probably the majority of people. I'd say that's probably a difference between somebody who's realised their own individual voice or their own individuality, or they are. They want to lead something as opposed to just follow something. There's definitely people who um, are followers rather than having their own opinions about a lot of things. They'll follow something because they want to be... I mean, this phrase has been thrown around a lot, right? The right side of history. Yeah. And it's like, well, if, you're th- if, you, think that, if you think now that you know what, the, what history is going to be, then you must be incredibly wise, right? You must be something... You're, you're saying you can foresee the future. You have no idea what's going to happen in the future. So people just following people and people just doing what people say. I mean, 
there are people who's <laughs> is it Paul McKenna, the hypnotist? Oh, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's almost like people. I mean, he's great. Don't frown at Paul McKenna, Steve. Why? He's he's a hero. Darren okay? Brown is great. Paul McKenna's a legend. Darren is Brown's it? also great. Paul McKenna got people from the audience to come out and look for a like a uh, contact lens on the floor while other people were doing the hokey cokey. <laughs> Don't ruin him for me, Steve. What a legend. <laughs> I was great, but he's got books like uh, he got like a book that can help you quit smoking. And he's, he's got, got all like these kind think of yourself thin. All right, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> I just didn't like it when you grimaced at Paul McKenna, Steve. But I agree. Like uh, a lot of people, a lot more people are susceptible to being influenced and want to be led than others who are just like, well, I just want to, uh, I'm, I'm going to fight for this cause or I'm going to try and fix this issue. A lot more people are just like, you know, where are we going this week? As you say, what are we going to do? They want to be led. So again, it's human nature to be led by a few people. So a lot of people are going to be dragged into the mix. But it just, again, it just seems like the core of the issue is for me, everybody's in agreement about pretty much everything it's just people have these, there's these other weird, and there's this other energy going around. There's this emotion, there's anger, there's, there's uh, this kind of uh, primitive feeling of my team versus your team. And with things like pulling down the statue in Bristol or da- damaging something, all you're doing is fueling that faction war, right? Mm. All you're doing is giving yeah. the other team something to criticize you for. Yeah. When the core issue, everyone is in agreement with. Yeah. So it's like the more that you do things, I, I person, and again, I've got no skin in the game. I've got no political affiliation. But if you do something, my my opinion of the Bristol statue being pulled down was that's a shame because that's going to make things take longer for the cause that you claim to be a part of. Yeah. Because it may have, maybe it was like a large uh, dramatization. It was a big statement and be like, oh, you know broadcasting the message of Black Lives Matter louder, but you're also gaining opponents in criticising how you did it. So it's almost like a two steps forward, one step back thing of now you're just clouding the issue and now you're creating a whole other side argument when you should be invested in this, right? So what you did on that day, I'd see as counterproductive. See, The very criticism of it is crazy. Well, I was talking to Vex about it um, and I think Maybe it's just me being cynical. Um, I, I don't think it's some big grand plot or anything like that. But it just seems like a way to make it seem like there's more racists than there actually are. Like, you tear down this statue, people complain about it, and then their whole thing is like, well, why? Do you support a racist? And again, it's that thing of, like, yeah, elimination yeah. of nuance. Like, no, I I don't support the slave trades. I support... Um, I, I support the fact that he built half the city by donating all his money to these charitable organisations that are dotted all the way through Bristol. Like, I, I support even then, that, it's but even, like, it's... That's even cloudier, right? It's like, they could just disagree with tearing down a statue. Yeah, like, yeah. Without, without it being a democratic it's, process. Well, it's, but... it's a real kind of Orwellian thing to just start erasing history. But, because erasing history is like a really loaded term, and I, I do think it's a value, it's an argument to have, but I feel like just the mere act of pulling down a statue 
is like, well, whether you agree or disagree with it does not mean that you land on one side of a political fence. Yeah. Right. If you just disagree with, hey, how about we take a vote about this, about taking down this statue? And let's have an open debate and discussion about it. Mm. To me, that feels like a better answer. But I think I guess the argument is that you need to be incredibly provocative to get your message across. And to me, it just seems like I can't, you know, maybe that's true, but I feel like the first step should be intellectualizing it more often, right? And maybe that's happening, right? But the the answer of I'm going to help this cause by causing this problem over here is going to negatively affect the message of what I'm claiming to be a part of just seems it seems ineffective whether it's right or wrong i don't know but it just seems like it's misguided in terms of if you're trying if i was trying to um if i was trying to build a statue to somebody in my local town i wouldn't try and uh make the, the, the statues a bad argument if i was trying to affect change in some way and loads of other people behind me were causing problems that were missed that were, weren't being targeted at the original issue of police brutality or systemic racism and instead we're talking about statue politics it just feels like i'd be like guys can can we focus on this issue please mm. you know that's how i would look at it and that's how i kind of go like i just don't understand how i'd cut that's how i would look at it and by criticizing anything at any point suddenly i'm being trying to, people are trying to recruit me into a faction war and i'm just like i don't care what color your tie is i don't care what's go- about your political affiliation, about whether I'm an ally or an enemy, because I don't know who you are. Why would I want to be an ally of yours if I don't know your complete intentions? I'm just saying, in the hypothetical world, of, in the world of trying to figure out the logic of things, it feels like sometimes people make mistakes and sometimes people get angry and sometimes... If it, if it was a peaceful protest that went out of hand and people got emotionally um, aggressive at the Bristol protest and as an effect it pulled down the statue out of rage, then I can go, I can understand that. It's human nature, but you can't say that it was the right thing. Mm. You can't say that either it was a mistake or it was intentional. If it was intentional, I'd say that it's two steps forward, one step back, and why not have a peaceful protest that people can't argue against and you don't recruit any more enemies from your faction wall, which just implies to me that it's not a debate it's uh, at least for, from the from the publicized media focused response of people vandalizing things um, and people preaching other things. You just go like, I don't think it's a debate for these people. I think they see it as a war, and I think it's a war similar to child versus parent, as reductive yeah. as that sounds. Right? It just feels like I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take this p- painting down from the living room. Well, you know, why? That's our painting. No, because I don't like it. Okay. It's a weird, not childish, but it's a a human rage against authority that just mimics, you know, mimics parenting. Like, I would would argue that if you could get two people uh, from opposing sides of this on a stage at the same time to debate their points, that would be more effective if you actually have a valid reason for protesting, that would be far more effective at pulling people onto your side or or at least convincing them of your argument than going around cities mm. and smashing up statues. I think you're just creating more enemies and making people more divisive. 
it's just confusing the issue. Yeah, that, that's, that's the biggest takeaway from me is like, if you set fire to something in London, or if you pull down a statue somewhere else, or you, you, there was a protest in London where they were firing fireworks at policemen, you just go like, this is just confusing the initial issue of the initial protest. So just don't do those kind of things. Now, you could look at that, right? You can go like, okay, it's bad people doing these things. It's bad people infiltrating the protest yeah, and committing these crimes to fuel the, the race, the, the faction war. And you go, okay, well, if that's the case, then um, there needs to responsibility on both sides, right? The police need to be more aggressive with only the bad doers because everyone can agree that throwing gunpowder fueled rockets at people is bad. So, you know, you have to deal with the bad doers. But also on part of the people organising it, I mean, be more selective in how you're organising and be more protected in how you're organising things. Because at the moment, the people are just saying it on social media and they're surprised when random people turn up. Yeah. You go, of course, if, what, if, what, if you, if you, what you want to do is put across a message. Why not have, be more organised and do it within a specific group? Therefore, if anybody breaks out of the ranks of the group, they are uninvited to the next one. You know, just, just more, there's responsibility on both sides, but it, it just feels like the real focus and the real thing that's going on is just a faction war between good guys versus bad guys. And because everybody sees themselves as a good guy, it's going to be a never-ending conflict that's never going to have any resolution, and it's yeah. only going to distract on the main issues. Yeah. So it's it's the it's the for me, and again. <clears throat> Not just in this example, but I think in most scenarios, everybody agrees on the same thing. Let's say like 90 to 95% of things people agree on for the majority of the population. So really a lot of conflict in my experience has come from miscommunication or misunderstanding. So why not just discuss? Why not explore? If you have, for every piece of evidence you have about police brutality, say, if you can't argue against it, then what better argument can you have of like, this is obviously wrong, right? And we all agree that racism is bad and police brutality on innocent people is bad. Here's an example of police brutality on innocent people. You're not going to gain as many nay- naysayers. You're going to gain more people on your side. And then, but then it becomes, then, I guess then it becomes messy. Like, did you see the footage of police in quotes shoving a, an elderly man to the floor i didn't see the and footage walking no. past no so i watched the footage and it can be interpreted in a number of different ways right and that's probably a really controversial thing to say but it could be it could be interpreted as he was pushed out of the way and they had because they had they have there was there was something they had to do further onwards he fell over and hit his head and yes police uh, were they radioed it in but they weren't told to stop and help because there's a complex situation. There's this. I don't have enough information in, yeah. if, from the article to figure out whether what they did was right or wrong. But the answer to that is not to be like what you did was wrong because I assume you murdered him and you wanted him to die. Because I go, if we all agree on the same thing, we all agree that um, murder is wrong and killing innocent people is wrong. So of course they didn't knowingly do that or want to do that. Yeah. But it's an extreme situation. And so they dealt with it how they wanted. Yeah. Just look into it more, explore it more, investigate it more and try and figure out a way of, um, of, of, of resolving the core issue as opposed yeah. to screaming. Yeah. And I'm all for screaming. I, do, I don't think that my screaming very... necessarily helps. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I know it's, I know it's not the point, but the fact that people are willing to focus on situations like that, but they're not willing to um, 
to, to talk about the amount of black people who've died in these riots at the hands of rioters. It's like you're immediately f- re- framing the situation to suit your needs. You, it, it, mm. it reeks of intellectual dishonesty. Well, just in that article alone, the, the, just the, the way it was worded was that the police marched over his dead body. And you watch it and you go, what, what does marching over somebody's body say to you? Because to me, it says they're stepping on top of him or they're just, you know, it, it feels like they're, they're, they're disregarding him. It's like, well, hang on, there's more. There's, let's explore it a little bit more. And if it is proven that what they did was of ill intent and they did do it to, to humiliate the person who dared come up to them and talk, if it's proven to be, then everybody agrees with you. Yeah. Everybody accepts that those people shouldn't be in the police. But to just jump from A to B, just to go like, well, their intention was to murder somebody. You go like, well, hang on. Again, more people are going to disagree with you because they're going to go like, there's not enough proof for this. Let's, why are you making that jump? What does that mean? Let's talk about it. And I'm not, again, because politics is being used in it, you go like, well, I'm not saying that the Conservatives are going to react this way and the Labour's going to react this way or whatever. It's just a case of just be in, don't have an argument that people can't argue with. It just seems like the better the better method for me, and just just report things on things innocently, and try not to act purely in emotion, and try to act in, always in the most effective way to get your message across. And it's understandable that people don't get into a position where they they uh, you know people may try to peaceful protest, but then something happens, and things get out of control. You go okay, then everyone can forgive those people because people are human human beings; they make mm. mistakes. But if you make that mistake and you try and flag it as something right, as in like the desirable thing for people to do, I don't understand. I just go like, well, then why? If the answer is to tear down the statues, why aren't we organising more things to tear statues down? Yeah. You know, if, if that's the right answer, obviously it's not the right answer, right? Because it's causing more controversy. It's just in, in terms of the core issue. If your argument is no statues, then yeah, your your policy might be let's go tear down all the statues. But yeah, it just seems strange. So in trying to figure out a way... So to round this around is I was just trying to figure out a way of articulating my frustration with what's going on, knowing that it's not because of any political inflection. It's just, if you're trying to make an argument, I feel like Black Lives Matter or the peaceful protests are trying to make an argument and there's lots of people trying to help by making enemies with people. Mm. And it's go like, I don't see how that helps the argument. I think what you're doing is for personal. You're, you're doing it because you want to be seen as your part of team A or team B. And it's just, it doesn't feel like it's helping the uh, the core issue. It just feels strange. So if what you want is change, then you're going about it in the wrong way. Was my initial reaction to it. I just go like, I just think maybe there's a better way of doing something. If it was just what what led to the peaceful protest resulting in vandalism which is a whole other issue because lots of people will say it's not vandalism because it's a, you know it's the city statue or whatever so you're allowed to to damage it but no you know just know that there's Why people who you? disagree with it again it, even without going deep into the issue you go you know that there are people who are against that so by doing that you're making more enemies yeah i don't understand that I mean, again, it's a valid argument to have about whether or not you should be able to set fire to police cars willy-nilly or whatever, or or tear down statues as you like. That's a separate argument. That's got nothing to do with systemic racism and Black Lives Matter. 
it's a completely different issue. But because you're drawing attention to it, you're drawing attention away from the core issue. So it's just a, that's my frustration with it. But I don't understand how, I don't know how helpful that can be just only in terms of trying to de-escalate people's emotions. And de-escalate's probably a, a buzzword as well right now. But just know that, you know, if you, a lot of rage, a lot of anger that's going out is what probably needs needs to be addressed. And if if you're feeling out of control and emotionally angry, try and find find a better way of dealing with it than drawing more enemies against what you believe or what change you want to enact. Yeah. Know. Yeah. So yeah, it was my week. That's Fun that's week. good. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was but trying not to I get mean, into the weeds again with it this week, but here we are. I know you, you did start off with it and I was like, well, this is going to be fun. Did I? Um, yeah. Now it's, it's a case of just, I think it's, I think I've articulated it in my mind at least that there's so many people who are so emotionally invested in a faction war. Whatever that war is, whether that war is left versus right, good versus evil, police versus non-police, statues versus rope, I don't know. Whatever it is, there's people who are just like, you're, if they think you're not an ally, they'll just start attacking you without actually intellectualizing what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I had to think of uh, a friend of mine as, uh, you know, uh, activism kind of stuff, been posting on social media. And I think he said something, he compared, I think, some form of people to, uh, like either police or Boris Johnson or the Tory government to eugenicists, Right. And I was okay. like, and I just said, well, I said, well, because that sounds crazy. But I, my response was, eugenicists sounds like the fan club petitioning Genesis to get back together. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, that's what it sounds like to me. This sounds like funny. I'll type it in. And just started receiving hate mail. Oh. <laughs> it's like, I can't understand what... What are you angry at me for? Am I the, am I the am I am I now the enemy to you because was this on I made Twitter? A pun? <laughs> no, this was on, this was on uh, another social media thing. But it was just like, but it, it's just, it's another example of just like misguided emotional reaction, yeah. which I can totally get understand. I can totally understand emotional um, being out of control and being so angry that you don't know what to do and it's just kind of spouting stuff out. Yeah, but it's your responsibility as an individual to deal with that and to figure out the most productive way to do something. I mean, I've been in situations, I mean, just lockdown, for example. I mean, I'm, I'm not Liam Neeson, right? <laughs> I, I've never, I've, I don't have his range. No. <laughs> or a particular but, set of uh, skills. Yeah, but I've been angry and I've been, uh, I've, in, in the last couple of months, I think, I, I've it's been part of me that's been like, I can totally understand why people would be looking to get in a fight. Yeah, like not not any intellectual gen- generation of it. I was just emotional and I was angry and I was like, if there was a fight going on right now and I could be in a fight with anybody, I would probably be motivated to do so and I would feel like it would be therapeutic. It would be like Fight Club of like afterwards we'd shake hands. You know, yeah. it would be like, but there was that emotional feeling in me to go and fight something, and so I can understand why people do it. It's just don't do it and then claim that what you were doing was wise if it doesn't affect or if even if it isn't like the best situ- the best thing to do to help your message get across just fe- just feels like it's confusing the issue yeah and then yeah i guess you know newspapers you go like i said they said they were marching over his body they're obviously they've got a stereotypical past of inflating and confusing the issue 
so they can make more articles and do that kind of stuff. So you go, well, that's the newspapers are their own demon. Let them, we can deal with that separately. But in terms of if you want to protest, figure out how to protest most efficiently. Because if you're not, that means that you don't want your message to be put across in the most effective way. Mm. So then it just makes this logic, logical sense of just go forth and try and be as effective as you can. And the more people you can convince to your side, the better. The more people you can convince against you, the worse. It just seems simple. Yeah. But anyway, mm. that's that. <laughs> It'll be interesting to watch back. I don't know. We'll see. I always say, let's see how that looks in the edit. But I do very little editing. I just watch it and go, yeah. ah, well, we'll see what happens. It'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> Post that. Send. Yeah. To me, that doesn't seem controversial. Do you know what I mean? It just seems like it seems more diplomatic. It seems like a diplomatic response. It seems like, look, everyone agrees, talk it out, as opposed to setting fire to things. Because people don't like fires, and if you're the people setting fire to things, they won't like you. (laughs) Liam Neeson, basically. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah. Uh, Anyway, uh, in the news this week. Uh, Looney Tunes um, have made a big change um, because that again is one of the causes worth fighting for. <laughs> is uh, this is one of the things that oh, has God. been done to try and solve the world? Is Daffy Duck now is blue? Is Elmer Fudd? <laughs> blue life don't matter. God's sake! God, you've got to make him a different colour. No, Elmer Fudd, who's I don't know if you know Elmer Fudd, but he's always hunting wabbits. Yes, um, has been banned from using guns. He's uh, what? banned. A cartoon Elmer Fudd for the right to bear arms. <laughs> no, more guns, no more guns for this man. Why? Is he a really good hunter? No, no. Not, uh, he's not terrible, actually. <laughs> he's been trying to catch this rabbit for 70 years. Has he, killed, has he killed lots of things? In fact, I don't think he's ever been able to successfully kill anything. <laughs> Ban his gun. Oh, yeah, my God. Um, this is part of a larger thing for me because I said I think two episodes ago that they've uh, Disney have bought the rights to The Simpsons and they've started editing The Simpsons and not releasing it how it not releasing the original yeah right? because of new the way that new people would see it fuck those and it people. just seems yeah it just it just seems I guess it's their property it's not maybe it's not like a license where they can broadcast it it's they now own the rights to it. So now they can do with it whatever they right. want. Okay, where do you sit on the on the whole art thing on the on the on on the art as property thing? Do you do you, like do do you have a belief that once you kind of publish something and release it into the world that it's you 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 own it in as far as getting the profits from it, but as far as what people take from it and uh, and and uh, how people judge it, it's no longer yours. I, I've heard a lot of people kind of make that make that argument. And I, and I do understand it because it feels like a very personal um, thing when you take on someone else's take take on someone else's art, it means a particular thing to you. And then for it to be changed after that fact um eliminates the, 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 the meaning that you took from it, or it can do. I mean, if you um if somebody buys your art and displays your art as your art yeah, I guess it's a w if you buy the the uh, let's think of it if you buy the painting right yeah then i think the paint the painting still has intellectual property to the original creator yeah so if you have it and you display it then you're gaining credit for publicizing his art but you're not gaining credit for painting the painting no so 
Yeah, I think that there's still an origin of there's a, there's an original ownership of the creator who made it. Whether or not people should profit off it, I don't know. But if you were to, if I was to buy the Mona Lisa and start to broadcast it as actually this is a message of um, people who hate the RSPCA, then I don't know whether I can change the meaning of the painting. You know, what yeah. I mean, it still becomes people's in, individual interpretations of it, and maybe you, there's an obligation to not change the context of it. I yeah. guess. I think that's where I would sit on it in, ter- in terms of I don't yeah I don't think that Disney should be able to buy The Simpsons and then start changing the names of the characters, changing the episodes, the changing is, the plot. It's lines. such an institution that it feels like you're rewriting history. <laughs> so that a few times now. I'm going to well, edit it out so that you never said it. <laughs> <laughs> but it it feels like you it feels like you're editing historical documents at this point. Because it, it it I think it's one of those shows that has affected uh, that that has affected culture. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's definitely. I don't think that they should be editing it or removing things from it, especially when, especially because it's on a publicly like Channel Four and BBC. I believe edited stuff out, but that was because of the time they were displaying it, and they needed to go in be in touch with you know the rules of their broadcasting license yeah, or whatever off i can whatnot. kind of understand that yeah i can kind of understand that but with a streaming service you're paying for that subscription directly you don't it feels like you don't have that kind of um obligation to you know protect the listener from it unless it's under you know children's um there's like a children's account on it you go okay fair enough but if i bought the, if i if i bought disney plus and i watched the simpsons and there were bits that weren't in it I'd be pissed. Yeah. Because I go, all you're telling me to do now is buy the DVD. I mean, I've got the DVD, a lot of the DVDs, but I could just buy the DVDs on Amazon. Mm. You know, is that, and then you go, well, obviously those two will be separate. So then that brings into question streaming again. I mean, like I said, on now TV, I did a little bit of that. I need to, uh, but, and there were things being removed because it was controversial and it just seems there's definitely an argument of what you're saying of rewriting history in terms of, trying to ignore something like let's this let's change this so that it doesn't um, occur and there's the argument against it of we should keep it in so that there's a there's a there's a light on what the past was like yeah there's definitely an argument for that but just in terms of i bought the simpsons please let me watch the simpsons don't yeah. let me watch your version of the simpsons yeah just like looney tunes like it, it's it it's silly and i guess this kind of ties in what i said before but it's just confusing an issue what issue is removing the shotgun from Elmer Fudd going to solve? Are kids going to... Are bald children going to stop <laughs> shooting rabbits? Especially, I mean, they replace it with a scythe. A scythe! A scythe? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, like the grim fucking reaper. <laughs> <laughs> this is a much better, much better message to so, our children. Wait, 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 wait. So, are they... They're, they're, they're not retroactively going back and editing the cartoons, are they? No, I don't think so. Looney Tunes is just saying um, um, there's an HBO series of Looney Tunes. <laughs> HBO series, HBO Max series of uh, Looney Tunes, which will no longer be, in quotes, doing guns. So, yeah, it would make it be weird if they retroactively edited a scythe, just photoshopped it over it, and bang! <laughs> but it's so, it's so strange. I, don't know. I mean, like... And it's... Yeah. I don't know. Guns are such a a big part of American culture as well though it seems strange for anyone to to want to kind of cut that out and like the idea that you can stop 
kids or whatever, like, liking the idea of guns because you're just not going to show them to them anymore. It's like, no, little boys like guns. No, but again, it's just, I mean, what I said last week about, um, in response to Black Lives Matter, one of the co-creators of Reddit just decided to resign as a political action. Yeah. And you go, same here. I go, what are, what are you trying to fix here? Yeah. What's what is it? Your, what's your cause that you think by removing the gun from Elmer Fudd's hands you're going to solve? Yeah. Well, I'm just doing right. my little part to uh, help systemic gun violence. You well, go, your little I part. I don't think that's the most effective way. Yeah. Your little part was probably the least effective thing that you could have done, but it's good yeah. optics. Like, oh, it looks like we're doing something. Yeah. Yeah. So. Again, it fuels the faction war. Yeah. Well, I did this. I quit. I quit because I didn't want to be a white guy running Reddit. Yeah. You've won. Maybe you've won some points for the faction, but you haven't won any progress the thing. for it's, the cause. It, it would just cause things to escalate because you'd have you'd you'd have um, the the right wingers being like, well. Why have you? Why have you taken guns out of this? This doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And then you'd have the left wingers being like, "Why? What? What? What do you want guns in cartoons for? You're trying to affect the youth, man, or what the fuck ever?" <laughs> and that, and it just, it just goes back and it. forth forever. And yeah. Yeah. it's it a nothing point. It hasn't changed anything. And don't get me wrong; like it is important to find controversial issues to argue about. But it just feels like this isn't the most effective. And it feels like what you're actually campaigning for is less violence in cartoons. But, I mean, a scythe is a pretty violent weapon. Oh, fuck I mean, yeah. it's the symbol of death. <laughs> well, like the... But it just seems... Ugh. The... Oh, oh, if, you, if, you can, if you can search the, the corners of the internet and find those... Um, find videos of guys in the Middle East being executed, they're not being executed by guns. It's always fucking blades. Mm. <laughs> That'd be an intense Looney Tunes episode. It would. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just no music. <laughs> Elmer Fudd has just started beheading all the animals. Yeah. Bugs Bunny in an orange but, jumpsuit. But yeah, it's the, it's, the, it's the... I guess it's faction versus cause, I think. Or, the, or ca- faction versus change you want to affect. Yeah. And it just feels like, yes, any small battle being had will fuel a faction war, right? Will fuel... Well, I fought this small battle that helped the faction. And you go like, okay, if that's what you want, and if that is what you what is going on, and that is act... I assume it's just emotional reaction, and I'm assuming it's just a primal need to vent and to um, express yourself, although it's being done very badly. If it's being done intentionally, then let's discuss that. I mean, let's figure out exactly what it is people want. But I just go, I can't see any world where that makes any sense to me. Yeah. It just seems insane. So it just feels like people misguidedly expressing themselves, thinking that because they're gaining brownie points with a team that they're actually helping society. And it just feels like what would help society most is better communication, uh, a, a, a much better uh, relationship with people, and just trying to figure out how to enact change rather than screaming loud enough and hoping that change will come. I mean, I don't want to talk about it for too much longer, but there was an argument um, I read about protesters in America were trying to prove that American police don't need as many rubber bullets as they have. And they were proving this by getting the American police to shoot them with rubber bullets 
to until they ran out of bullets. Mm. And you just go, just logically, if you're trying to prove that they don't need something, why are you proving that they therefore need to use it? Yeah. I don't understand. I can't... I can understand the statement and I can understand the message, but if you're if that's what you want to do, then hey, show a budget report where police aren't having are buying all these bullets and they're not using them mm. instead of getting lots of people shot and potentially very badly wounded by these things. It yeah. just seems it just seems illogical, but it seems like something people would do to express themselves. It's kind of like just what's more important, your emotions or the effect or the the change that you want to effect. Yeah. I, 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 th- yeah. I think we we just need to... The only thing you really need to teach people is how to form an opinion. And I don't think a lot of... That sounds really kind of... Um, that's just just sound, sounds like talking to people like children, but like I, I get, I, I think it's more complicated deep deep down than it is, than it seems on the surface. Like Twitter have just had to start, or they're, they're trialing this thing where, um, where that stops people sharing articles that um, that they haven't read, which which like. <laughs> On the surface, it sounds really it sounds really dumb, but it, it's it's because people have a habit of reading a headline and being like and just share it. Like this ticks my point yeah, of view. Yeah. It's like again, it's that thing of like, well, it's the thing that really forms a well-rounded opinion and a well-rounded world re- view on either side, whether you are left or right or what the fuck ever, is not just the headline. It's the nuance. It's 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 everything that it's it's everything that goes into it. Um, and like, if- well, again, if you're yeah, if you're sharing um, leaflets or information uh, that you think's prevalent to a cause, if you don't understand the leaflet that you're sharing, you're only trying to score brownie points with the faction of your choice. That's just it. That's all it, you're the doing. fact that the, the the fact that the problem is so prevalent that they've had to that they've had to go into like go, that they've had to go to that length. Um, just kind of j- j- just kind of shows how little people actually think about what they say mm. yeah and just again emotional reactions of can you believe this and they just retweet it yeah or yeah it's that it's it's and again everybody has emotional reactions and they can be insanely out of control but it's your the the the, the responsibility you have is to work through it and try and find a way to manifest it properly and it seems like a lot of people are just screaming at people they people have told them to scream at. It's yeah. just, just dangerous. It's just dangerous. I mean, I've said before about my incredible rage, uh, and I'm very selective. One of the reasons I'm quite withdrawn in a lot of situations is because I'm aware that if my anger does get out of control and it's targeted at somebody, it's never happened before, but if it did, I think it could be quite out of control. So yeah. you go like, no, it's my responsibility to keep a hold of my emotions figure out how to how 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 best to express it yeah that's why i listen to music and you know well, it's hit like things people with, with ju- sticks people just <laughs> people just go along with things man like the after all the riots kicked off last week like some of the kids that were that, that were caught like uh after the fact um that were identified as being ones that were helping to burn down the police station like they didn't know what they were fucking doing. They were they they went they went yeah. into town and were part of this this mob shit that just got out of control. And they're like, oh yeah, we'll kick a we'll we'll fucking kick a barrel into the fire and and uh, and we'll we'll mm. rob these like uh, like handcuffs and shit from the police station and that. And like they they they're now like the ones they've identified are now being tried federally. 
and they'll go to prison mm. for 20 years for arson. Like, and th- they didn't plan on that. They were just doing what they do every day, which is just go along with what everyone else is doing. Yeah, but again, that, that's a larger message of you need to figure out your individuality well, and not just go along with yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's, that's the dire consequence yeah. of shit like that. It's not all like that, but that's yeah, the yeah. kind of thing that you should be considering with every decision that you make. Is this my, is this my thought? Is this my opinion? Or is this theirs? Mm. But I think the, the thing that's fascinating to me is that if you, I mean, like I said, I haven't really done much social media, but if you, if you were to disagree with somebody about something, it wouldn't matter. And, and, and not just on social media, but you just see it a lot on social media. But if you were to disagree with something about something that happened, depending on that person's perceived allegiance to whatever faction they want to be alleged to, yeah. they will, they, the, the reaction will not be intellectual. It will be aggressive no. or it will be... It'd be, it'd be emotional it's like just you know i don't understand yeah why it can't be this i mean i'm pretty damaged mentally and f- for that reason i'm very binary and very um ones and zeros of this is either yes or this is no yeah which is applicable to all situations and and the only reason it would be a problem is if i don't attach context to it like the um, I don't want to go. Yeah, like um, let's any example, any protest going violent. I go. Well, that could have been improved, right? And people's response to it may be, um, "Why are you against protests?" I'm like, "No, no, no. I'm just saying it could have been improved because there's lots of people against it now. Could it be improved? Don't question it because what are you doing? It becomes this whole other thing. Yeah. So yeah. it's just what's interesting is that there's an almost a, a belief because it's an emotional argument to not intellectualize it because people need to. And it's, and again, that makes sense. People need to express themselves emotionally mm. and get everything or get their brains balanced before they can tackle an intellectual issue. It's just, you need to also recognize that by being so heated, by being so emotional, you're, you're delaying change being in it, being affected. Yeah. It's just, it, you're, you're, the more anger, the more rage, the more stuff you did it prevents you from having the discussion. And I'd like, and I'm interested in it. You know, maybe it is a case of you need to be so angry and need to de- need to cause so much attention that um, your adre- your concern is addressed, that the conversation is even had. I understand that as an argument, but trying to say that you're going to escalate and escalate and escalate until the police or the government give in doesn't make sense that feels like what you do with your parents when you're 16 mm. you you know you rage and you rage and you rage and because the logic is your parents love you and they're going to forgive you and they're going to help you then there's a different relationship if you say that you're going to escalate with the police the police's <laughs> responsibility is not to protect you no it's to protect the people the 60 yeah. percent of people who aren't at your riot, aren't at your protest. Yeah. So they're not going to back down. If anything, they're going to escalate more. And that's a simple, logical, good thing in my mind of the police should be protecting the, the, the society, not this small group of protesters. Yeah. The protesters should be protected, but if there's a question between protesters and innocent lives and, and the protesters are being aggressive, I think the innocent lives should take precedent. It's just... And I yeah. think, again, everyone can That's agree with it that. Got, it got to a point where you weren't even allowed to disparage rioters. If you said anything against rioters, you were, you were mocking mm. the protests. And again, there's to- to- you can see them as totally different things. Rioters can just be causing noise, whereas people who are protesting, trying to get the message across, something different. 
but everybody must be able must be able to condemn rioting in at least some forms. Like I said, some people will defend destruction of public property, but if there was private property being destroyed, we all agree, right? Everybody agrees. There's no argument here. Mm. It's just then it becomes an interesting. You can have a discussion about public property versus private property, but launching fireworks at people, everyone can agree that that's bad. If you if you if you believe that f- launching fireworks at anybody is a good thing, then I think there's a debate to be had there about I don't understand why you would value one human life over another human life, regardless of who it is. I mean, you know, even you fire a firework at Boris Johnson, people can say, well, you know, he's a prime minister and he did all these bad things. You go, he's still a person. Yeah. Don't launch fireworks at people. Yeah. Have a conversation. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, I don't know how, more, how much more barbaric uh, Elmer Fudd's going to be now that he's got the Grim <laughs> Reaper's arsenal. It's just, that seems way stuff. more sinister to me. It does. <laughs> like, there's something... Com- I, and again, we don't live in America, so our view of guns is, I, I'd imagine, different. But, you know, I think, yeah, the, a scythe to kill a rabbit seems seems a bit insane. Yeah. Anyway... Yeah, maybe that's all we have to say about... Um, that's the thing. <laughs> it doesn't make rights, sense. We'll like, see. he's a hunter. Yeah. Right. You're allowed to hunt with guns. Yeah. <laughs> well, seems- like, if you... So is he not a hunter anymore? Or is he the only hunter in America that hunts with a scythe? <laughs> Just, again, what is it you're trying to talk about? If you're trying to have an argument about... Uh, gun portrayal in video games and cartoons, then maybe it's eligible to be dis- like, okay, maybe you are doing the right thing if that's what you think is the right forward. But have the discussion first. Like, what's. Do you think that Tom and Jerry should no longer use guns because they use guns? You know, mm. should it be. And that's from the 50s. Well, no, it's from even earlier. It's from like the 30s and the, and the 40s. But it's just. What is it you're trying to argue for? And how is your argument supposed to help that change? Well, also, they're constantly trying to kill each other. Does it matter what they're trying to kill each other with? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, is is it for or against hunting? You know, maybe it's against hunting. Maybe that's an argument to be had. It's, again, this isn't like... I feel like the argument is being um, stated by the action being made. You know, it's like, hang on, because you have to question, what is it you're trying to do? It's almost as if there are people who will defend it by saying, well, it's obvious what they're trying to do, right? And you go, no, 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 just phrase it, just structure it in a way that people can understand a bit better. Well, obviously, we want Elmer Fudd to stop having a gun because we're against abortion. Where, yeah. where did that come from? You know, <laughs> what is, it, are you, is it against gun violence? Because if it's against gun violence, that means what you're actually arguing is that cartoons affect gun violence. So it's not about gun violence. It's about cartoon gun violence. It just seems... It's just confusion. Throwing mm. confusion to the area just to prevent change from happening. And I'm an agent of chaos. I love change. So whatever the change is, go for it. At least argue it, argue it properly. Yeah. Anyway. Elsewhere and lighter news, Grand Daddy Terror and Miss Hitler have been jailed for <laughs> neo-Nazi terror offences. <laughs> I got uh, that one. Is, uh, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> national action yeah um, uh, which I think is a British um, Nazi party yeah like neo-Nazi white supremacist uh, yeah neo-Nazi is the way to phrase it I guess um, 
yeah, Mark Jones, who countered terrorist police, described as a linchpin in the national structure of the terrorist group, was uh, sentenced alongside his former fiance Alice Cutter. Um, Alice Cutter entered the terrorist group's beauty pageant and made shocking comments about Jews, including violent fantasies of murder and ethnic cleansing. I just find that premise hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> There's a Miss Beauty pageant for neo-Nazis. Yes, Miss Hitler. <laughs> yeah, and they're asked questions like, you know, the simple, like, uh, where do you see, you know, tell it, what makes you unique? Well, yeah. all the race hate. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> I've That's got race Miss hate. Pad- Miss USA. <laughs> where do you see see yourself in 10 years on top of a big pile of shoes yeah you know, whatever it is that, <laughs> it just seems strange to, it seems hilarious to taint a Miss America pageant which is already insane with the Nazi party yeah. if, you, if you were to rebuild the world in your image as a white ethno state tomorrow where would you start and why <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And now it's time for the talent portion, and she's gone for burning down local businesses. <laughs> Raising flags and burning effigies. Mm. Oh, 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 very good. <laughs> Birmingham Crown Court has heard that Jones, 25, and Carter, 24, sported his and hers swastika knitwear <laughs> and had a collection of Nazi paraphernalia, knuckle dusters, knives, and other weapons. Mm. Oh, his and hers Nazi knitwear. <laughs> well, Hitler had Hugo Boss. Who would make your Nazi uniforms? <laughs> Got it from Wish.com. His yeah. and hers. I was always quite a fan of Burberry. <laughs> just, uh, just uh, yeah, very light colours. None of the, yeah. know, just, just the lightest colours you can. All white, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, lots of crosses. <laughs> <laughs> Cross stitching for the win. Um, Cutter had entered National Action's Miss Hitler 2016 competition, which was a publicity stunt to attract more members. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Obviously, I'd imagine it was to attract more members by saying, We've got women here and we photoed them, here they come. But it sounds like. They're trying to attract them by saying, we've not just got race hate. And then say, yeah, we've got, it's not just that. We've also yeah. got a pageant. Yeah. <laughs> There's a pageant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get involved. Female membership is like so, way down. We need something to pick up the female yeah. membership. <laughs> I mean, it's a whole fucking thing. Anyway, but yeah, it's just fucking hilarious. But what's even better is what I think. Like, what I think is even better is the defense she had in court. Mm. Right? Her lawyer stated this. Um, her barrister, I think that's a lawyer, Liam Walker, said, and I quote, she is a 20-year-old racist, anti-Semitic waitress at the time who was vulnerable and lacked maturity. Oh. Oh, well, okay. Well, if she was a 20-year-old racist, anti-Semitic waitress, then, that, then this is fine. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of defence is yeah. that? Well, I was working in Little Chef just hating Jews. And then this guy came in. <laughs> yeah, just, well, you know, how could she... I mean, you could argue that she was young and misguided, but oh, but saying that she was a, she was 20-year-old racist, anti-Semitic waitress, like, well, then... You know that these are crimes, right? Yeah. <laughs> you can't, 
Like what? She was she was only a part of that racist anti-Semitic community because she was a racist anti-Semitic. <laughs> it's a great defense. Yeah. It's a great defense. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the group photo? Uh, no. Of all the girls <laughs> lined up doing the Hitler salute. It was great. No. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> Just in a park. <laughs> like didn't, didn't hire a hall or anything. They didn't keep it secret. Just they do just it outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the barrister went on to claim that she was groomed by Midlands National Action Leader Alex Deakin and that her shocking statements on Jews were cries for attention. Get attention in other ways. Like, uh, it, again, yeah. it's your own personal responsibility Get a piercing. to figure out. Or Get piercing. Piercing. <laughs> Dye your hair. Like... <laughs> Yeah, just, I mean, she was obviously crying for attention. She was doing group photos in parks, Nazi saluting. So, yeah. like, obviously, there's a lot of cries for attention here, but that's not an excuse. But, like, they, they, they figure out how to deal with it. I just find it really weird that you can get 10 girls and they're all doing Hitler salutes and not one of them has been like, maybe this is a bad idea to be doing maybe this in, in public. This digital photo. Yeah. <laughs> Again, people are stupid. And I don't know if I've said that yet, but my opinion of the world is everybody is stupid. Everybody has moments of stupidity. Some more than others, maybe, but I think at the baseline, everyone's stupid. So people are going to make these stupid mistakes and it's our job to forgive them and guide them. Yeah. But, you know, a defence of being in a racist, anti-Semitic community and the defence is, well, racist, anti-Semitic. I mean, yeah. this is her doing a hard hit salute in a park. It just seems <laughs> bad defence. Like, what you did was wrong. Admittedly, you're young, but you still need to be punished because you should have... I mean, that's an argument to be had. I, I was thinking... I mentioned last week, because I've, I've been trying to formulate this idea, about... Uh, last week I mentioned I wrote into Bill Burr when I was 24, and I revisit the video from time to time to want to hear the video again and to, look, and to read the comments, because I find it interesting. I'm 32. When I look at myself at 24, I just can't see myself... I can't... I'm just, I'm so a different, so much a different person. Yeah. 100%. So the point was, I think when you're 24 and you're 32, you're, they're just, it's different films, completely different films, different parts of your life, different life experiences. And obviously that's kind of always been a given, but recently um, I've started uh, online dating again, it, as much as you can, which is just looking at an app and not being matched. It's, <laughs> um, you see people who are 24 and I just see them as like, you're just, who who are you? How can I have... There's no way for me to have a conversation with this person anymore. Yeah. That person is... When I was 24, I was... I see my... If I was... Now that I'm 32, and now, uh, right now, I think I'm probably in the most control of my life. Yeah. So that brings up the argument of... Are you an... Ad, the fact that you're an adult when you're 18, or some people view it 21, is pretty insane. It's pretty crazy of like... These people are now going to be responsible for their own actions i mean doing cries for attention by joining nationalist organizations is a pretty insane predicament to be able to do as an adult right yeah so that's a whole other argument that can be had of like or how when should and i think it's right that you know when you're 18 you should be given the freedom to be judged um by your actions but you go you really there is no guidance for young people really in terms of how to act how to improve how to learn because school stops at 16 higher school finishes at 18 and university finishes at 21 to 25 
So, like, what are these people who are 18 while they're learning? Well, there's so much more learning that people can be doing. But maybe that's just a growing older thing of like, kids today, they do, you know, I, if I was a kid today, I'd do things differently. And probably when I'm 40, I'm going to think, you know what, 30 is a weird age to think that you're an adult. But yeah. it seems that at least ne- my age now, I go like, no, I'm pretty confident that I can say stupid things on a podcast and hopefully communicate my point properly. Yeah. As opposed to if I was 24, I'd be not as ele- not as articulate, I don't think, and not as thought through. I'd be more trying to vent something. So there's a, there's a weird argument as well for how old, well, how much we should expect of young adults being 18 and over and how much they should be given more leeway, I guess, in terms of like, uh, if a if a fifteen year old tore down a statue in a street, I wouldn't argue that to be a political statement. Do you know what I mean? Even if it yeah. was a political statue, it'd be like, no, nah, it's just it's just a fifteen year old kid vandalizing shit. You don't have a you don't have politics when you're fifteen. You have you you have what you've been told. Yeah, but then I mean, I, again, it's weird because I don't think I genuinely don't think I've ever really had politics in me in terms of a party. But what age yeah. do you think you had political views in you? You go like I'd argue that. Like um, thought out, understood, intellectualized views of the world don't happen when you're 18. No, unless you're, thought out yeah, ones when, that I I think make make sense that I've actually that I've actually gone back and forth on and actually kind of meditated on in a sense. Probably only in the last five years. Yeah, and again, that's probably the same for everybody. Forty year olds will think that around forty. But I think that there's genuinely a thing of like, you can't go from, there's a thing of 18, shouldn't be ignored, but should be given a bit of leeway. And it's, I'm interested as to what that top bracket is. Because I would say up to, yeah, about 27, I'd say even at 27, I was probably a little bit more, a little bit better, but still kind of not, not fully actualized. We'll put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Not being able to properly express or properly understand yourself and therefore the world. But that's yes, another. But yeah, so she was young and uh, she was an anti-Semitic racist waitress. Uh, the Miss Hitler Monica will haunt her for the rest of her life. That's well, another defence. Yeah. Yes, I miss Hitler. <laughs> you can't win Miss Hitler and then expect people to forget it. It's a it's a medal that you know. If you win Miss America, you're still going to be Miss. <laughs> if you're the president, you become the president forever. Yeah. Like, if, if you're going to be Miss Hitler, you're Miss Hitler forever, even yeah. if it's only 2016. <laughs> Here she anyway, is, um, <laughs> Miss Swastika. <laughs> yeah, just there was a whole other avenue I was going to go down. But a lot of the Miss America questions were really weird. I was like, let's look at all the questions of Miss America and try and apply them to Miss Hitler. But like, it's so that all that did was open up more craziness about Miss America, like or Miss oh, World. It's I such a strange are so thing. Fucking weird. It's so surreal. I mean, you. I don't know why, but I think you might know this more than I do, and not because of your looks. Do you, is there a pageantry thing in the UK? I just figured you'd hang around huts that had young women in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, for some reason, I think like being in Stoke, being in a smaller community, that thing might have been a bit more publicised. I is there? Yeah, are there beauty never, pageants in the UK. I've never seen anything. No, I don't think oh, it's part of our culture. To, we went to uni with a, a Miss Manchester. Did we? Someone from our uni went on to become Miss Manchester. Yeah. She, oh, oh, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but like, 
yeah, what was that? There was a television show um, and that she went... That's the only way I found out she was Miss Manchester, was she went on a Channel 4... Um, I, I think... I can't remember what it was called, but the premise of the show was taking somebody who is conventionally unattractive and getting them to try and date somebody who is conventionally attractive. Oh. So she was Miss Manchester, and she like was like... undateables or something like that. Something like that. It was like Beauty and the Beast. Uh, or some, it was some kind of Channel 4 document show like that. And she was on it, and, and it went very bad. <laughs> it went uh, very, very badly. To the point she was like, why don't you just pay hookers? I mean, no one's going to fuck your face. Jesus Christ. Did I know her? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, 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 as in, we were in the same year and then we were in different years, weren't we? So mm. it wasn't like a friend, but it was someone that we did stuff with. That I, I, she was in my classes. But anyway, um, yeah, is there a beauty pantry thing in the UK? There must be because there's a Miss Manchester, but I don't think there's I a guess culture for it. It's not as public as it is in, in America. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of seen as like a regular local, like, a, like the Scouts is viewed in the UK. I feel like that's how beauty pageants are viewed in America. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like you go like everyone's kind of, oh yeah, there's scout huts and there's, you know, there's clubs that they go to and they do things and there's one in our community. Yeah. Maybe they don't get involved, but in America it feels like there's one in every area because it's competition, I guess. Yeah. It's weird. Um, So yeah, I'm not vouching that we should start a Miss Hitler um, beauty pageant, but hey, it attracts recruiting it recruits people so that's a good way to trap them right sure all i'm saying all right <laughs> have a miss america have a miss anti-semite have a miss this and then you know, it's trap people because they get in they get uncontrollably moved towards well, wasn't these pageants there, where, yeah wasn't, oh yeah wasn't there like miss world mi- questions we were going to talk about we covered one a while ago that was like miss holocaust survivor or something like that didn't we and she was like a 70 my memory like an 80 year old woman oh yeah yeah, I think and they there did was it every year, but it was to it was to celebrate the Jews that um, that survived the the Holocaust. Like there was actually yeah. kind of like yeah, a different yeah, thing yeah. behind that one. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, sorry. Yeah, so the point that the thing was, um, yeah, I looked at some of the Miss World questions, and they were just, it just made it strange. I mean, there was things about like the Black Lives Matter movement. I mean, this is a beauty pageant. Are you trying to disguise it as a as like what if she if they're being rated on looks? Oh, but they're rated on talents as well. Like, can she juggle? Are you yeah. saying that her racism might outweigh her juggling? Yeah. I don't know. How are you going to measure that? It's yeah. going to be weird. <laughs> yeah, pageants, they're weird. Anyway, elsewhere in uh, good news, uh, a giant great white shark killed a surfer in Australia, which sparked an armed police boat chase. Against a shark? So, obviously. <laughs> against the shark. The shark was in a high-speed armed police chase. <laughs> <laughs> like, which again, which understandable, right? You can't just go out with nothing. It's a shark. Police are going to have to come out with arms, right, right. To, to deal with the shark. But the fact that it was a a, a chase, <laughs> it's a shark. Well, guess what the shark did in the end? It went down. It went down. Tried chasing that shark down, <laughs> <laughs> as it just went underneath the water, like further underneath. Well, well you can't yeah. go underneath. It's not That's, much of a chase. That sharks for you. <laughs> they discovered another dimension. <laughs> the shark, which killed the surfer in the waters off Salt Beach in New South Wales, was about three and a half metres long. Uh, the victim was 60-year-old Rob Pedretti, who died from his injuries following the attack. 
Um, police tried to scare the shark off. The Great White wasn't phased when police flew a helicopter ahead, overhead. So yeah, they, I mean, we tried a helicopter and the shark mm. didn't seem bothered. Yeah, I don't, I'm not, one, I'm not sure how much the shark understands helicopters. It's a fucking or, big bird, that. <laughs> or can see it. Yeah, it was like, well, what am I supposed to do with that? It's not like, is it like just overhead, like hovering over the water? I doubt yeah. it. It's probably a little bit higher. So obviously it's not going to phase the fucking shark. Um, so they took to the waters on a jet ski and a boat. A jet Risky ski? Fuck fucking that. shark. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, just, just to quote uh, one thing, you might need a bigger fucking boat than a <laughs> fucking jet ski. <laughs> Have you learned nothing? Don't start playing solitaire. <laughs> just fucking... You're fucking aggravated. According to Nine News Australia, they shut the shark stayed in the area for about half an hour before moving into deeper water. Right. The police were granted the authority to kill the shark if, as it had to be fought off by other board riders, and it also remained nearby for several hours after the attack. <laughs> granted so the authority to kill, to kill the shark. <laughs> Have you got a warrant to kill Which... me? <laughs> <laughs> nice helicopter, by the way. <laughs> Good luck. Where's well, your jet skis a little small. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I guess, again, that makes sense, right? I guess if it's, it's probably an endangered species, you can't just go around killing sharks. So I guess you have to be permitted to it. And if it's an ongoing threat, again, people would rather side on the lives of innocent people than sharks if the choice is there. However, yeah. the shark was not killed after it was monitored for several hours and eventually left the area. As it hasn't been seen since, the police have no intention of killing the shark, so it's got away. Yeah. It's no longer an imminent threat. Makes sense. Well, it's, it's just, like, okay. it's no, just it was the a sea, isn't it? Like, there's certain things about the sea that you accept. Like, that kind of yeah. shit happens. And around Australia anyway, particularly around surfing spots, they've got shark nets up all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And there was a guy yeah, that, got, that it, it, risked getting fined $20,000 or something like that because he cut a whale out of a shark net the other week or something something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, the Australian guy. It was not cool to see that dolphin in that shark net. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> it's cool, not cool. But yeah, again, yeah, makes sense. At that time, yeah, show, give it to kill it and then it's got away so it's no longer a threat so we're not going to hunt it down yeah. and kill it. I guess it kind of makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, that's me for this week. Not very, right. not much going on in the news. Just lots of silliness going on in my mind, partly because of the nightmares and nausea, I guess. Yeah. Um, all right. And the detox. I think I've detoxed a bit. Oh, good. You off the off yeah. the off the fags. Yeah, off um, off pretty much everything because like this nausea medication basically makes you sick if you've ever eaten anything. Ah. Oh. Um, so like. And I think it takes a couple of days for food to make it entirely through your system. So, like, I tried to... I had, like, a Weetabix yesterday and was, like, just fucked up for the entire day. I had a small bag of popcorn today and that kind of been okay because it's easily digestible. So I'm I'm empty empty inside now. Jesus. (laughs) The life of Mick. Yeah. All right, well, the Hitler one's gone. Um, Yeah. No one is Hitler. Uh, yeah, I've got I've got a few. I'll start with this because I don't want to go on about it because it is going back to a lot of shit that we covered for fucking ages. But I just found it a bit funny. I think it's been interesting. I think it's been productive. Yeah. Um, productive in that you've agreed with me. <laughs> sure. <laughs> productive in, in that I think it's been articulated. All right. Yeah, 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 100%. We'll see. Um, 
a group of uh, a group of free speech advocates in the UK have called for the pyramids of Giza to be torn down because they were built by slaves. <laughs> <laughs> I saw someone comment about this. I haven't. I didn't see the original. Thing. It was do- it was I done guess- to seem ludicrous. Like it, what, they weren't doing yeah, it yeah, seriously. Yeah. But I think it's obvious. It's got to be like, well, yeah. why don't we just tear down the pyramids of Gaza? <laughs> <laughs> Again, more noise, more confusion. More yeah. Just like if, if the more time spent on this is less time being spent on the core issue. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm not even swearing my allegiance to any core issue. I'm just saying anybody who thinks that they are alleged to a certain issue shouldn't distract from that issue. Yeah. It's non-political. It's purely logical. Of just like if you want to make an argument, make the fucking argument. Don't start other arguments. Yeah, it seems strange. And I understand that this isn't that movement's uh, stereotypically isn't that movement's argument. It's probably the counter argument. But how did we get here? It's more mis- more misdirection. So it's like no, just yeah, yeah. People shouldn't be making this argument, but people are idiots. So yeah, it's fine. But try to limit the amount of times this happens. If yeah. you want to be effective. Yeah. Yes, is all it is. Saying that, I don't know how easy it would be to pull down the pyramids. Of, it was Giza, wasn't it? Yeah. Giza. Yeah. Or Giza. Well, considering Giza. the amount of people it took to build them, I don't think a couple of students from Bristol are going to cut it, to be fair. Well, I thought it was three aliens that built them. Oh, could have been. Could Who be. the fuck knows? Could have been. Who knows? Easier to destroy something than... Uh, than and build it though, I guess. Or smelt it. Yeah. It'd be weird to attack a pyramid. Isn't a triangle like one of the strongest shapes? Maybe it's <laughs> I've impossible. Never measured. You never measured. Yeah, I think a triangle is a stronger shape than than a, than, a, than other shapes. It's like a tripod is stronger than a four um, a four legged thing. Okay. So for cameras, that's why they're triangular. Is because it's a stronger base foundation. Something about science in there that makes we'll look it up for next week all right good strength Triangles of shapes versus squares <laughs> yeah. what 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 shape will elmer fudd be next <laughs> um uh, a quick one that I, I couldn't find a hell of a lot on but apparently uh the north korean regime has finally admitted uh that kim jong-un cannot magically bend time and space <laughs> <laughs> finally finally Finally, you've admitted it. <laughs> we thought you were full of shit. <laughs> now you've accepted it. The official newspaper of North Korea um, has denied that the regime's leaders can magically bend time and space, putting to bed a long tradition used to idolise the mystical powers of Kim Jong-un and former leader Kim Jong-il. So apparently, <laughs> like, it down, it's, it's a thing of, like, the, 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 the leaders of North Korea... Uh, have like almost like a godlike status, and they try and keep this alive. Um, and right. Kim Jong Un apparently is trying to seem more human <laughs> than uh, the <laughs> previous regime. So he's like, "No, I'm, I can't, I can't bend time and space." <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'm too much of a celestial god, so I'm more human. Yeah. I won't mess with your time and space. Okay, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just more weird shit out of North Seems Korea. Fair. Yeah. Apparently they've uh, started antagonizing South Korea by defending, by, by placing defensive articles, as in articles that weren't to make a point. They were like in reaction to a point that was never made. So like North Korea's posting things like, well, we didn't even want to do that. 
uh, to try and provoke some kind of conflict. <laughs> and to be fair, I haven't checked on China invading India for a while. What? Probably, uh, I, I didn't hear about that. that as well. I told you a while ago. Yeah, I thought I mentioned it a while ago. China's invading India. Like, um, as in, <clears throat> um, during this whole thing that's going on, Chinese have moved into, I think, the Himalayas. They've put a load of soldiers in the Himalayas. Right. Which is Indian, I think, an Indian territory or an Indian um, grey area territory. Like, it's a neutral kind of zone. And that was like, this seems, this seems odd. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just haven't heard anything since. <laughs> so I should probably uh, double check in on that, see if everything's fine. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Anybody moving thousands of troops into your territory is obviously a bit on the strange side of your day-to-day. Yeah, for anyone who's played like Settlers of, uh, uh, what is yeah. it, fucking Civilization or Command and Conquer or anything. Like, yeah, you don't want to <laughs> see Or just the... gone into somebody's back garden without being invited. Yeah. It, even, I'm not doing anything. I know. I know. But why are you here? <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I was likely, because I, um, I was in Tunisia when Russia was, in, in quotes, invading Georgia. Oh, right, yeah. And the only television I had was CNN. Like, it was the only English-speaking channel. So it was just like people, like, this, this coverage of Georgia being like, please help. They have tanks, and they're cutting away. <laughs> and then just footage of tanks, and then Russia going, we have no tanks. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. And then it's like him screaming and being shelled. <laughs> <laughs> Please, help! I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Seemed very insane. What's so, it? yeah. I, I remember when... Um, what the fuck was it? Was it when, when that area of the of the Ukraine was annexed and all, like all of those tanks without flags and, and the, all the military without any kind of idea or anything, <laughs> just they're just like dressed in black or whatever, all just went in. Everyone's like, who, who the hell are these guys? <laughs> like nobody knew who they were for days. They didn't ID themselves <laughs> as Russia. Yeah. There's an army. Um, and they, yeah. they've taken part of our country. It's it's theirs now, I guess. And, and we don't <laughs> yeah. know who they I is. Think this is good or bad. Yeah. That's all I can say. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking weird. Um but yeah. It's yeah. Interesting to see. Uh and finally, um a uh, a wedding videographer has come under fire after publicly mocking a client who cancelled their services because the bride to be died in a car crash. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you have to comment on it, Steve? Why couldn't you just take in the deposit and not filmed it, mate? It's like, oh, I can't. Oh, so now I can't film your wedding because your wife's dead. That's oh, not well, the business that, that I want to run. This is way more entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> Mocked the reason for cancelling the wedding. Yeah. Oh well, I can still film it. You know, you just put put the car wreckage in the aisle. It'll be a great day. <laughs> at first, at first, the videographer, when, when the guy tried to cancel the wedding and explain why, at first, the videographer offered to extend their services to cover his next wedding instead. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least that's kind of optimistic, I guess. He's like, well, you'll, you will find love again. Just yeah. uh, make sure 
they, you know, just keep them off the road, I guess. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then on their social media, they posted, today would have been the day where we would have filmed Justin <laughs> and Alexis's wedding in Colorado Springs. We hope you sob and cry all day. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Taking it so personally. <laughs> Non-refundable means you cannot get your money back, even from the grave. <laughs> oh. And then, yeah, finally, the videographer changed his entire website to forward the videos to a separate page that mocked the couple. <laughs> Personal vendetta. Personally yeah. attacking them. <laughs> Just non-refundable is non-refundable, but it feels like he wasn't happy with just having the deposit kept, right? Unless it was some kind of think, large argument about trying to give the deposit back. He's more I, upset that he didn't have the full day's pay of filming. I think they've paid the whole thing. Like, that's that's right. why they were trying to get it refunded. Like, I, I've only got one deposit. side of this. I don't actually know why the videographer company is so pissed off. Um, uh, like, the only... <laughs> it just seems like they're being assholes. But, like... I mean, someone's died. You know? Yeah, exactly. The, the onus is on the videographer to be more understanding in that emotional situation. Yeah. Yeah, just to be like, okay, no, yeah, I understand, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Yeah. You're going to pay for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, a glimpse into the future, maybe. Maybe. Yes. Maybe. Maybe. After all, off camera, the things you've said that you do film in your spare time has been very unsettling. We'll put it that way. The things that I do in my loft are my business. <laughs> in my loft with my ex-neighbours is none of your business. <laughs> <laughs> See, Kyle. But yeah. All right, week. Yeah. Weird week. Weird yeah. week. Uh See what the audio differences are going to be like. It might be okay. I need to... Yeah, I've figured out my issue my end just need to don't understand how a microphone just stops working but i'm gonna try and uh, that seems to be the main issue so try and get that fixed seem weird yeah got uh, a bit more free time hopefully i won't be too nauseous and full of nightmares do you mind nightmares i don't mind nightmares i don't know what that says about me um i quite like a good nightmare I d- it depends what it is i like a weird one one that's like disturbing yeah. when you can get up and think about it and be like that was kind of fucked up yeah i guess that's what i've been experiencing is like because i don't like scary i don't enjoy being scared and i'm very rarely scared but like i don't really have dreams and so now that i've got these weird dark surreal dreams yeah it's like oh, it's not that bad <laughs> so it's okay <laughs> seems strange but uh probably affects uh yeah probably affects people in different ways i guess mm. but yeah yeah try to sort my order and stuff hope you back to normal maybe i'll be standing next week who knows maybe who knows maybe Cool. Well, I'm at Nick Snip. I'm at Sing It Steve. Yeah, we are at Pulling Teeth Pod on Twitter and Instagram, and we're at Pulling Teeth Podcast on Facebook. Uh, yeah, you can email us at wisdom at pullingteethpodcast.com if you have any questions or you want to send any funny shit to us or anything, really. Mm. Yeah, anything, really. Um, We've got the website, which is www.pullingteethpodcast.com. That's got all of our videos on it. If you want to have a quick look at all the random stuff without going through YouTube, you're more than welcome to. There's yeah. also contact information and stuff on there as well. If you're listening to us on uh, iTunes or Spotify or any of the other shit that we're on, we're on a load of them. Um, we're also on yeah. YouTube and vice versa. If you're on YouTube and you want us on the go, we're on 
those audio things. So go for it. Yeah. Pretty much everything. I don't think I've looked for us anywhere and not found us. So if yeah. you want to go somewhere else, you're more than welcome to. Mm. But don't just search yeah. pulling teeth because you just get some pretty fucked up pictures. You have to put the podcast at the end of it. Oh, I haven't tried that. Yeah. But yeah, interesting week, I guess. If, well, we've, we've had these episodes from time to time, I think. Yeah. I think uh, a bit more discussion-based rather than comedy-based. But then this one did have Looney Tunes and Miss Hitler, so...